Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Gateway Leadership Podcast, where we exist to help you lead in every area of life. My name is David Canastracy, and uh, today we have a very special guest with us on the Gateway Leadership Podcast, literally my favorite person in the whole in the whole world, and also a great leader in our church and in the body of Christ. With us is my wife, Kathy Canastracy. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you for being with us. It is so great to be here with everybody. And you are my favorite person in the whole world, too. <laughs> All right. Well, that's totally unscripted. Now Now that we've done with the, <laughs> the sincere introductions, I'm really excited uh, about the topic today. We're going to talk about parenting parenting during a pandemic. But before we before we get into that, um, I want to mention your book, Kathy. You wrote a book called Unexpected Seasons, uh, which is a great book. It's a God book, a Holy Spirit book. What, what's your book about and how would people get a copy if they wanted to read your book, Unexpected Seasons? Little did I know that when I wrote this book, that we would literally be in the biggest unexpected season of our lives, yeah, right? Right, right now, yeah. Unexpected Seasons, the book, is about, it was written for women, but men can get a lot out of it too. Mm -hmm. It's about going through all of the seasons of life, winter, spring, summer, and fall. Wow. So we can believe God's promises, no matter if we're going through a really cold season, or if we're going through a fall season, we can believe his promises. And the book is actually about knowing that God wants to make us successful in every season. And they can buy the book on Amazon. Okay, and it's called Unexpected Seasons. And I encourage people to read the book. I read it. It's great. We've uh, been so blessed to be able to share it with our family and friends, and we want to be able to share it with you. Now, let's jump into this topic, uh, parenting during a, a, a pandemic. First, a little bit about you, Kathy. You've been, for 40 years or so, you've, you've been right beside me in this big adventure of leadership. You've been um, involved in practically every aspect of uh, ministry. The early years, you know, our, <laughs> our early years of struggling and starving, you know, and then uh, we had our missionary years uh, on the foreign field, and, and then we came back from uh, you, you know, our missionary term and, uh, and took up uh, the role as lead pastors uh, here in Silicon Valley. And so you know it all, you get it all when it comes to leadership. You understand prayer, you understand people, you understand struggles and trials and money pressures and teaching and leading and children's ministry and pastor's wife stuff. You, you get it all. But you've also been with me as we've raised our two sons, we have, uh, how old are our sons anyway? We have, well, Aaron is 35. Right. And, and Jordan. Jordan is 33. All right. 32. So, so, and they're almost raised, you know, they're amazing men. <laughs> they're almost raised. And uh, and so we've done that together. And also you've helped to, uh, to pour into our grandchildren. We have four beautiful grandchildren. And I don't know, a few weeks back, you started getting downloads into your heart about parenting. And right. especially, you know, with this moment that we're in um, where parents are struggling at home, what what are you feeling about parents and parenting and how, how can we help some of the leaders and some of the parents that are listening today? 
Well, we can help them by just having them, pointing them right to the word, pointing mm -hmm. them to Jesus. When this pandemic started mm -hmm. five months ago now, I was walking across the street looking up to the hills and that scripture came to me, mm -hmm. look up to the hills, that's where your help comes from. And what that means to me is Jesus said, look to me, look to Jesus. So Jesus has all the answers for what parents need today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of curveballs thrown at people. I mean, this thing came on hard, it came on strong. And maybe if we're listening, you know, uh, sometime after this season of pandemic, because we know it's not going to last forever. Uh, we are going to talk about parenting during any challenge, any any trial. Parenting itself is a challenge, but man, especially when you're sheltering in place and kids can't go to school and uh, parents are trying to figure out what do I, what do I do? And you, I mean, Kathy, you've raised two kids now. You've learned some secrets. What are some of the secrets that um, you've figured out? And what could you share with people who are struggling? I mean, they're, they're discouraged, exhausted, all of the above, right? Uh, trying, to, trying to raise parents. What are some of your thoughts about parenting? Well, this may sound kind of unusual because it's not really a tip like a how-to, but it's really a, a tip about keeping your heart right. Okay, attitude and, stuff. Right, and having, and having a good attitude. I was reading in 1 Thessalonians 5, and it says, Always be joyful. Always keep praying. No matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is the will of God for you. Wow. So how is it possible to always be joyful no matter what happens? Because some crazy things are happening right now. And now we get to be so close to our family and those that have kids. We're with them 24-7 now. How can you always be happy and joyful when your kids are driving you crazy, you had a fight with your spouse, exactly, and the police pulled you over because <laughs> you were driving too fast and you, re and you run a red light? How can you always be joyful? And, in those you, and you've been sheltering in place for about 100 days or so with uh, you know a tribe of little people that scream and get things dirty <laughs> and pull, get you down to your last nerve. So how do you do that? Well, this verse, real simple, keep praying. <laughs> There's a reason that that verse says, keep praying. And that means, God, help. Yep. Help me. I need your help. Yep. And that's what we do. Okay, so you're talking about joy. Uh, for real. Are you serious? I mean, how do you, how, where does joy, if you're a parent uh, of a kid and you're trying not to lose your mind, where does joy come from? I mean, how do we get it? Joy comes through knowing Jesus. We get joy by having a relationship with Jesus. He's the joy giver. Mm -hmm. Many times I just dig into God's word because I need his help desperately in, in a lot of situations. So I just literally apply the word of God to the situations that I'm going through. I put the word of God above the situation that I'm going through mm -hmm. because the Word of God is living, it's powerful, and it does. It brings us supernatural joy. Okay, That's so, where joy comes from. Okay, so joy is my key. And why, why is joy, I think a lot of parents would overlook joy. You know, they would say, man, I'm not in a joyful time. 
why would you say it's so important for a parent to keep their joy, to have joy and keep their joy during that uh, time? Because the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is literally our strength. That's where our strength comes from. Wow. A cheerful or a joyful heart is actually, the Bible says, it's like taking medicine. Mm. It's like taking good medicine. So we have to make a plan, actually, to have joy in our house and in our heart. Because if we don't, we're not going to have the strength that we need to get through all the hard things that we're facing right now. I think that's something every parent needs. They need actually just like the physical strength. One of the things I hear from so many parents, especially parents that are involved in ministry and leadership, although it's true for every parent, is they say these words, I'm exhausted. I'm I'm exhausted. I can remember times raising our kids where I was worn out. I know oh, that. Yeah. They know. Kids know how to press the last <laughs> nerve, the ending of the last nerve, and they know exactly where to push that. Yeah. And so you're, you're at the end of your nerves, actually. Right. right. So a little hope for parents because, uh, you know, we have two strong-willed, very strong uh now very strong young men as our sons who were very strong uh, two-year-olds, four-year-olds, eight-year-olds with a mind of their own and all that. And our kids have turned out, you know, really, really well. So a little bit of hope for you parents. If you still have little ones at home and you're feeling exhausted, you know, don't kill them. Do not kill your children. <laughs> Why? Because they will one day give you grandchildren. Right. Okay, that's important. But no, seriously, uh, you 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 get exhausted, you know, you tumble into bed like physically exhausted, but there's also like emotional exhaustion. When you're in leadership, that's a load. And when you are parenting, a, especially a strong-willed child, they run you down to your last nerve. It's very exhausting. So I think what you're saying here, I don't want our audience to look past this because joy is the source of our strength. And if you try to parent without joy, uh, that's a life sentence. I mean, what do you, was it 18 years you're gonna be raising your kid? And if you don't live that period of time with joy, you're like in prison, you're in torture because you're exhausted all the time. But what you're saying is, if a parent can tap in and, and, found, and find joy, they're gonna have the strength to get through this. Right not only leadership experience, but um, but the parenting experience. So you talk about choosing joy. And in other words, joy is a choice. Joy isn't always a feeling that's going to be automatic, but but you you choose joy. How do you do that? And why, why is that important? So your kid's running around uh, screaming and yelling. You're having the worst day ever. How do you choose joy? Well, I kind of look at it like this. Some people are goal makers, and they make a plan for their day. Mm -hmm. Whether they're planning to try to lose weight, they have to make a plan. Okay, this is what I'm going to eat today. Uh, okay. You make it a goal. Right. The other day, I was reading the Bible, and I just thought, today, you know, I'm going to choose joy. So I decided I was going to make a picture of a collage to post it on Facebook. And I just said, I choose joy. Mm. And it was amazing how that set the tone for mm -hmm. my day. Mm -hmm. And I decided, today's my, today, I'm going to make a goal for joy. And anything that didn't go along with that, 
I decided I wasn't going to look at it because today I choose joy. Right, right. So maybe you don't choose joy in the moment when you feel like you're going to lose your mind. You choose joy at the beginning of the day because you know that moment might come where you're about to lose your mind. So it's almost like choosing forgiveness. Like I, when I remember, I pray this way, Lord, I choose today if somebody messes with my head or they disappoint me or they let me down or whatever, right now I make the choice to forgive them in advance. Kind of the same thing you're talking about. Maybe in the beginning hours of your day, just say, you know, this day may be may be a happy day, it may be a tough day, but whatever it is, I'm making the decision right now that today I'm going to have joy. I'm going to keep joy. Do you think that actually works it for does. people? It does. It does because the fact that I know that joy is my strength, mm -hmm. I know that joy is going to strengthen me today. Mm -hmm. I need to be strong today. I need to be strong for all of the things that are going to come up in my life. It sets the tone for what's going to happen in your day. It actually helps you to treat other people the right way. It helps you to treat your spouse the right way. It helps you to treat your kids the right way. It helps you to be nice mm -hmm. to your coworkers. It will set the tone. And other people want to be around happy people. Nobody wants to be around a grouch. Now, if a, if a parent is not joyful, what do you think is going to, how's that going to reflect on the kid? What's it? Uh, do you think our kids are sometimes a reflection of what they're picking up from from us? If we're stressed out, our kids are going to be stressed out. Yeah. I mean, it goes, it's the same as if you do certain things in your house, your kids are watching you. They're going to follow your example. So if you're happy, they're, well, they might not be happy, but you're going to, like I said, you're going to set the tone. They are going to follow your example. Mm-hmm. So you're teaching, you're actually teaching your children to be joyful. Well, actually, you're teaching your kids how to act however you act. So if you're complaining and griping and angry and you have no joy, you are literally modeling for your children how to live without joy. And like you said, nobody wants to live with, I don't want to live with joyless children. I want to live with joyful children. So that means... I have to be joyful. Here's this, there's this uh, little illustration that I heard years ago. You have to make a choice about whether you're going to be a, a thermometer or a thermostat. A thermometer reflects the temperature of the atmosphere. A thermostat sets the temperature of the atmosphere. Parents are thermostats. They set the climate, the tone, they set the temperature of, uh, of their home. And I, I know we made a lot of mistakes as, um, as parents, you know, we were young. I mean, you and I got married when uh, I was 20 and you were 22. Nobody stopped us. They should have. I mean, uh, we were too young. And then uh, Aaron came in 1984, so I was 23 and you were 25, we were young. I know that we made a lot of mistakes, but one thing I always saw in you, Kathy, you have this even-tempered, um, steady-eddy approach, and I think it is so genuine for you to be talking about joy and for us to be having this conversation on parenting 
and setting the thermostat in your home because it really, everybody has a choice about what they're going to throw off from their heart, what, you know, what their spirit is going to exude. And kids pick that up. Kids are like sponges. I mean. Right, right. Like I said, they're going to do what you do. They're going to model what you model. If you're cussing a blue streak every day, <laughs> your kids are going to cuss a blue streak. Yeah. But if you teach them, go to God, go to his word, do what God says, and try to model that to the best of your ability. I mean, let's face it. We all blow our blow gaskets, right? We all get to the end of our nerves. But we can tell our kids, hey, that was wrong. Right. I shouldn't have done that. That's right. Uh, forgive mom, forgive dad. Right. And you know what? Kids appreciate that. Yeah. They know that you're that you're a human being. So uh, you can you can ask for forgiveness. Parenting is not for the perfect. Um, actually, leadership is not for the perfect. And, and what you're saying is a really good leadership lesson as well as a parenting lesson. When you make a mistake with your team or your people or whatever, don't act like you didn't make a mistake. Just own it and say, man, I'm sorry. You know, as a leader, I... I lost my joy. As a leader, I put too much pressure on you. As a leader, I snapped, and that's not cool, and I'm sorry. You know, that makes a big difference. Really, parenting and family is is almost the same thing as leadership. Right, because you are leading your family. You are a leader to your family. You're leading your family. You're setting the atmosphere, setting the tone, and the same thing in ministry. Um, it's not... It's not, people don't do what you say. They do what they see you do. And if you're a stressed out, angry parent, your kids are going to be stressed out and angry. If you're a stressed out, angry leader, uh, your team is going to pick that up. And uh, one thing I heard years ago, somebody said, give your team the gift of calm leadership. Maybe we could rewrite that today. And it, it would be this for parents. Give your children the gift of calm, joyful leadership. Right. And I think it'll change, it'll change the atmosphere of a home. Um, I know, Kathy, as we're talking to leaders and especially those who have small children, there are probably a lot of them that are experiencing stress. And most of the parents that I talk to feel like they're doing a terrible job. Like uh, a guy recently, a father recently said to me, I think I'm just doing a terrible job uh, with my kids. And um, I, I was wondering if you could pray for, uh, pray for our audience. I like to pray on the Gateway Leadership Podcast because I know that prayer changes things. And in a minute, um, maybe you could pray for parents. But before we close this time, is there anything else you wanted to share about parenting during a pandemic with uh, any of our leader I audience? Yeah. I mean, just to say those words, parenting in a pandemic, we have never been through a time like this. So parents, I don't want you to be hard on yourself. This is a really hard yeah. time. Right. I'm hearing from parents of all ages, all the way up through, I just talked to somebody today, their kids are in college. She's got two kids, kids in college. She's paying out all this money. She's even paying for their rooms still. They're, they're not even living there because they have a lease. Mm. So that's pressure. Mm -hmm. We're not going to make light that this is not an easy time to be living in. Mm -hmm. But if you 
will simply apply the Word of God to your life and apply it. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to uh, reason it, but just apply the joy of the Lord mm. to your life. Make it super simple because He'll be with you right. and He will give you His strength. I think that's it. I think we overcomplicate parenting. What you're sharing today about joy is super important. Everybody wants 19 steps. They feel overwhelmed by how to parent. You know what? Let's just boil it down. Get the joy of the Lord back into your life. Get the joy of the Lord flowing in your home again. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know all the steps. Just choose joy. And that's going to that's gonna give you a, an incredible advantage, even in a time like this. Kathy, um, moms are listening. Dads are listening. Leaders are listening. Will you just, you know, use that beautiful prayer gift that you have and just, just pray and release uh, whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to release right now? Lord, we just come to your throne right now. You told us to come boldly to your throne. So, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would touch every parent that's listening. I just pray for all the worry, all the anxiety, all the cares to go right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you would, Holy Spirit, replace all of those worries, all of those anxieties, with the supernatural joy yes, of the Lord. Yes, Lord. I thank you for your word that says to pray always. The reason that you said that is because, oh my goodness, do we need it. We need to pray always. Your word says that joyful are people that put their trust in you. Mm -hmm. I pray that you will just fill their households with your joy, the joy, the supernatural joy, joy that would bubble up on the inside of them. It doesn't make sense for the circumstances that they're going through, but God, you make sense. You can make sense out of everything. I just pray for a peace and a calm to cover their minds and their hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. And everybody said a Amen. 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 Kathy, I'm really grateful uh, for you joining the Gateway Leadership Podcast. Thank you for the last uh, 40 years You're of welcome. marriage <laughs> and standing beside me in leadership. It's been, a, it's been an imperfect, but I think joyful journey. And you've, you've brought me a lot of joy. Another thing that'll bring you joy is Kathy's amazing book called Unexpected Seasons by Kathy Canastracy. You can find it on uh, Amazon. You can also connect with Kathy on social media. She'd love to be your friend. As long as you're nice and as long as you're joyful, <laughs> you can be Kathy's friend. Kathy, how do people connect with you on social media? You're on Facebook, uh, yeah, Instagram? all the above. How to spell your name. If they don't know how to spell Kathy Canastracy, it's on the podcast title, but it's C-A-N-N-I-S-T-R-A-C-I -I, and it's Kathy with a K, right? right? All right, find her on Instagram, find her on social media, and uh, I look forward to connecting with you, our listeners, again on the next episode of the Gateway Leadership Podcast. We're going to continue the conversation about everything, and I mean everything in leadership, whether you're leading your family, leading a ministry, leading an organization. Gateway Leadership Podcast exists to inspire you to lead in every area of life. If you have a question, or a comment, in, uh, email us at info at gccsj.com. Info 
at gccsj.com. Let's connect. And if you've got an idea for a conversation on the Gateway Leadership Podcast, shoot it over to me. Maybe I'll adopt it and one day you'll be famous. <laughs> I'd also love for you to subscribe and share the Gateway Leadership Podcast. We're passionate about equipping and encouraging leaders, so enjoy that. Help us out by sharing on Facebook and Instagram. Until our next podcast, keep leading and keep moving forward because you are inspiring transformed lives. Thank you for listening to the Gateway Leadership Podcast with David Canastracy, inspiring you to lead in every area of life. We'll be releasing a new episode every month, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Gateway City Church is one church that meets in multiple cities. To find us or to learn more, visit mygatewaycity.church. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you right here next month.